What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Flashback Cafe. I'm Austin Spaulding. And I'm Connor Seco. And you're listening to us talk to you as if this is a podcast. Everyone's favorite way to consume media. Uh, Connor, I just want to do a quick check-in. How are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm certainly ready for the school year to be officially over. Yeah. Uh, you know, it spiritually, it, it ended after spring break, but... I, it's, man, it's I just I'm just ready for it to be summer, so I don't have to worry about legitimately anything. Yeah, it it really feels like the everything since spring break has been a weird fever dream. Yeah, um, relatable. But you know, it's reading day technically today as of recording this, um, and I think that means that officially the year is over. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's, that that do be what that means. And it's crazy it went so fast. Um, and even though everything felt like it was falling apart, there was one shining piece of hope amongst all of it. And that was, for me, I was looking forward to May 1st so, so intensely because that was the day the Rex, my favorite band, dropped their new album, Infinitely Ordinary. Connor, you listened to this album, right? I did listen to the album. What do you, what do you think? What are just your baseline opinions of it? Yeah, so, so I'm, I don't know a whole lot of stuff by the Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite liar is a you know it's one one of my favorites of theirs, but I couldn't really name any other songs that they that they've done. But in, in listening through this uh, this album, it, it felt like they were really drawing inspiration from a lot of different sources. Like a couple of yeah. tracks sound like uh, sort, sort of like Cage the Elephant inspired a little bit. Some of them sound like very early two thousands like mainstream rock. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit of like mid two thousands like party rock like Hot Shell Ray a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, there were some moments where I was like, wow, this is like if the Black Keys um, were to get married to the All American Rejects. Maybe this is what we could have gotten. <laughs> that's that's a, a fairly good descriptor. <laughs> um, but for people who and you might hear some dogs barking. Uh, my my dog is kind of going crazy in the background right now. Someone must be driving past our house. Um, but for those of you who are more similar to Connor, who, you know, you, you know, a rec song or two, um, they've kind of, this new album release has really put them on the map. Um, but, uh, if you don't know them in 2016, they put out an EP called we are the Rex, uh, favorite liar being the, the big single off of that album. Um, and that's really like that uh, up until then, that's all that, or up until May 1st, that's really all we had from them was just that one, um, that one out EP they put well, out. A I know we, we got a yeah a few a few of the sing, of the songs off their new album, but they put yeah. out as singles. Yeah, they put out. Uh, they started with "Freaking Out" in the beginning of the summer of 2019, um, and then there was a long break as they switched uh, record labels, I believe. Um, and then after switching, they put out their song "F V C K Somebody uh, F Somebody." Um, it is. I mean, it's obviously in, uh, a word we're not allowed to say. <laughs> um, but with my a, mom doesn't let me. Yeah, but with a V, um, kind of tongue in cheek, and then they put out "Out of Style" on the same day that "Animal Crossing" and "Doom Eternal" dropped. Um, it was kind of fun. Um, but then, the, yeah, May first they put out their new album. Um, personally, I I found the Rex through a video. I think it was either the season. I think it was the season three premiere of a YouTube series called um, "Sugar Pine Seven. The lead singer of the Rex, Nick Anderson, and the guy who ran Sugar Pine 7, Stephen Suptic, um, were friends. They ended up living together for a little bit. They were roommates. Um, but the song James Dean, which became my second most listened to song in 20, 
18 and my most listened song. No, my my most listened song of 2018 and my second most listened song of 2019. Um, that's I found that song on that video and have been a big fan ever since. Um, and as soon as I saw they were dropping this album, I I said that that had to be the topic of flashback. <laughs> I, I mean that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, so Connor, did you have a favorite song um, from Infinitely Ordinary? Uh, I mean, so it's I I I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed mo- most of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freaking out, I had heard before. Yeah, I play that uh, as, regularly, <laughs> as well as uh, F Somebody. Yeah. Uh, so I think, but both of those are I I, I quite enjoyed. Uh, the, the, since I since I knew them better than the the rest of the songs on the album, as I'd heard them more times, mm-hmm. they they stood out to me more. Yeah, I think that out of the singles, F Somebody is easily my favorite single. Freaking Out was a really just different feel when they first put it out, but it set the tone for me that this album was going to be very uh, like electronic. It was going to have a lot less of that punk like that pop punk kind of feel that we are the Rex had, um, which, and I love the pop punk sound, but I think that this is a really fun, um, good direction for the band. Um, but out of yeah, there, all, there's a, a lot of like that, that electronic inspiration in this album. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a more punk AWOL nation, um, at times. Yeah. Um, but infinitely ordinary, the, the titular track on the album, uh, which is the final song is probably my favorite track from the album. Um, and then my second favorite, I think, is We All Get Lonely. Um, I exclude the singles when I'm talking about my favorites just because, like, they're kind of already talked about. They're, kind of, they're, they're older news at this that's, point. That's reasonable. Um, so out of the other five songs, I think Infinitely Ordinary is my favorite and We All Get Lonely is my number two. Um, and I think that personally, uh, We All Get Lonely, in my eyes, is a like a really – pertinent song to right now because <laughs> it's it's like you're not special we're all lonely it's just how it is yeah um and i think that kind of describes quarantine yeah actually so as i'm uh, as i'm just scrolling through their their discography here mm-hmm. i know pretty much every song off of panic vertigo yeah yeah um like they're they're all on my i have this 122 hour long playlist that's just my my go-to uh, listening music and this entire the entire EP is on there. Yeah, um, that's another one that I Panic Vertigo EP is was that figure this out way with words. Um, yeah, figure this out, James Dean, way with words, Panic Vertigo, and Revolution. Yeah, all all fantastic songs. Um, James Dean, obviously, I've said this a couple times, um, was like my most listened and second most listened songs for two years in a row. And figure this out started my summer playlist in 2018 when I like the year that I found the Rex. Um, but yeah, I I've I've been just a big fan of them. I highly recommend them for anyone listening who who doesn't know them already. Um, but yeah, I, I I just I thought it would be a fun thing to talk about today. It would just be um, new music, something new, something fun. Um, normally, a lot of the show is taken up with the the background, but there I mean. As I said, there isn't really much. They've they've got their EPs, and then they yeah they have, haven't been around for all that long. Um, but the I'll I'll go ahead and mention all the band members just to give them a little bit of recognition. Um, Aaron Kelly's on the bass. Billy Nally's on the drums. Nick Anderson is on the vocals. Nick Schmidt, uh, or they call him Schmiz, is the uh, one of the guitarists, <laughs> and Weston Weiss is also a guitarist. Um, now it's been really fun. Leading up to this album and during this quarantine, the Rex have really been embracing 
quarantine um, and embracing their fans during quarantine. Connor, I don't know if I've talked about this with you or not, but the Rex on their Instagram have done like live streams. Like every night it'll be a different band member and they do that like five days in a row during the week and they did that like two or three weeks in a row. I don't know if they still do it, but it was like they were just doing that and they'd talk to fans sometimes. Um, they'd bring friends on to, to be a part of the live stream. Um, and I think that bands doing that is such a cool way to interact with their audience. Oh yeah, without a doubt, it's it, it gives you a, a a different a different view than than I think people normally see when it comes to musicians. Yeah, it's like a really personal, fun little look at like the life of these people who, like, you hear them and they're singing and you're like, oh, probably have it great, or either that, or you hear them and like, oh man, these guys are struggling. But then you like. You, you see them as people and you're like, oh no, like that's just, that's how they were feeling, but they're still like people. Um, and I love that. Yeah. That's, I, I know like, like certain bands, I think there's a, there's a point where, where bands get, get big enough where they sort of lose touch with mm-hmm. the, the community that helped them like to where they are yeah. now. But there are, there are certain big bands that I think do a really good job of maintaining that that sense of community like Foo Fighters oh when, Dave Grohl when they is just when yeah when fantastic. when when they perform Dave Grohl's telling stories he's up there just being a a, a normal suburban dad mm-hmm. uh they he just started a uh, another Instagram account called Dave's True Stories or something where every every couple of days he'll just he just shares some story from his childhood oh i love that um another another band that i think is really fun to um just see their online presence as Fallout Boy. Um, specifically, Pete Wentz has a TikTok account. Um, and <laughs> That's it's, incredible. It's one of the weirdest and most chaotic things I think I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and I like I found out that he has one through someone talking about celebrities with just the weirdest TikTok accounts. Because um, they compared him to Jimmy Fallon, who's just like basically a dad who does not really know what TikTok is, but he's he's having fun making little videos. Yeah, um, <laughs> sounds about right. But yeah, I, I, I agree. It's a really cool thing. They also were on, I think it, it might have gotten pushed back to the next weekend, or it already happened, but um, they were slated for Block by Block West, the Minecraft Music Festival, um, who, like, Sir Sly was also performing at. Um, they had some other, like, big names lined up. But I thought that was really cool that they realized they had to cancel all their tours, so they were like, you know what, let's just let's just do a Minecraft yeah, Music Festival. Uh, May 16th at 3 p.m., Block by Block West. All right, so yeah, that's, uh, what's that, so next that's, Saturday? Uh, next Saturday. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, quite the li- it's quite the lineup. Yeah, if that's another one that, um, all the, I think all the money is going to charity. It's, uh, it's all for a COVID relief um, foundation thing. Uh, highly recommend it. That's one that there's a good chance this week I'll be, I'll be making a donation to get a VIP slot if there's any left, um, so I can guarantee that I can stop in at that music festival um even though it's in minecraft it's still i mean a music festival it's so cool yeah it'll, it'll certainly be a experience yeah um but um yeah that's that's basically the background of it um i don't really know like that i i would love if there was more to talk about for the rex right but honestly there's really not that much to talk about um I will share, so I listened to a podcast, as I was talking about with the Sugar Pine 7, um, I was listening to a podcast, and Nick Anderson, the lead singer and uh, songwriter, came on, and he was talking about, um, like, how the Rex recorded their, like, EPs, 
um, and specifically the um, their We Are The Rex EP, <laughs> they kind of recorded illegally. <laughs> what do you mean they recorded it illegally? Yeah, so they had a friend who was like dog or cat sitting or something for someone who had a recording booth in their house. Um, and basically they would come in at night and the friend, like the friend was using the recording booth during the day because that was part of the agreement with the the house sitting. Um, Mm -hmm. but they would come in at night, record and, um, like on this person's, on this person's studio and then leave. And they did that, but they forgot to export the music. Oh no. Into a way that they could actually use it. Right. So they had to, one of the members of the band had to go back and they basically like broke into this guy's uh, recording booth um, and like uploaded all the music onto uh, a flash drive and then like left. Um, It wasn't, they didn't really break in. There was like some weird thing with the the house sitting where um, the person's like ex-wife was still taking care of an animal there. And they just didn't want to get caught by her because they didn't want to get the other friend who was house-sitting in trouble. It was like a weird, very convoluted story. But that's how they recorded their first album, was like secretly using this person's recording studio without them knowing. Um, that's, that's incredible. But it worked out, obviously. Yeah, it launched, launched them into uh, a world of music making. And... Another fun fact about the, I'm just spitting off every fun fact I have about the band at this point. Um, and Connor, this one you might not know. You know the, the rapper Hoodie Allen? Yes. So he put out an album, I believe, over the summer. Um, and he, on that album, there's a song called You Should Let Me Know. And there's a guitarist in the song. And the guitarist is one of the, the guitarists from the Rex, um, which is really cool. And if that isn't enough, the lyrics were also co-written by Nick who is the lead singer. Um, they worked really closely with Hoodie, Al- <laughs> Hoodie Allen on his new album. Cool. Yeah. That's, it's uh, very neat. Um, but I think I'm running out of fun facts. <laughs> 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 um, Connor. Yes. On the topic of, of bands that are a little more underground, that are, are starting to make a big jump into the mainstream, like the Rex, do you think there are any bands that are going to make this jump um, like into into being something big, big, or do you think there's bands that have kind of made the jump into being in like the next level of fame, where it's like people know their name. They might not know a lot of their songs, but they know the name. See, that's that's a tough question for me to to answer. Uh, maybe I think I think maybe like the the first mind, name that sort of comes to mind is I think Watsky is sort mm-hmm. of making his way up, and Joji has certainly. Uh, taken some steps up in in popularity over the last like year yeah starting with with sanctuary and then uh his the 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 the, the, the whatever other singles he released i can't remember their names i just know like run and yeah run and then there was the uh give me love yeah i think he has a i think he has a, a, a full album coming out sometime and joji soon joji's one of those weird singers where like he had a huge platform he left it and then built up another huge platform using some of who we used to have and then just gained massive traction. Yeah. Um, but a band I was thinking of that I'm, I kind of was wondering if you would answer is I wondered if you would say I Fight Dragons. Like, I wondered if you would you'd put them in a category of, like, they could shoot up 
Um, I mean, they they definitely they definitely could shoot up. I mean, they're they're they are one of my favorite bands, mm-hmm. but their their sound I think is also not quite what is in right now. Okay. It's so, it's very it it has it it leans a, I think uh more towards like like early two thousand sort of pop rock, mm-hmm. whereas now that's that sound isn't quite as in. Do you see that sound making a resurgence at all, or do you think that's gonna kind of fade away with the t- and just be recognized as the sound of the time? I think I think like like elements of it will will certainly come back, uh like like the. The sort of Fountains of Wayne early early Weezer vibe. Mm-hmm. I I think like we'll we'll see we'll see elements of those. We're sort of seeing elements of those starting to come back in in other artists. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just gonna be something very different. Like things as as much as old musical trends come back, they never come back like in force. You know. Mm-hmm. I want to say, and I and I, th- I think as as far as I Fight Dragons go. I think I think their charm really comes from the fact that they they had their label experience and now they're making music for themselves. Yeah, they they they're running their own course of things. Yeah. Um, I want to. You mentioned Weezer, um, and I want to. I, I do want to bring up that I think Weezer is one of the bands that has had the best run of adaptation to the uh, times. Without a doubt. Um, and they I I know that they just announced like yesterday that they had to delay. Um, Van Weezer, um, I, it was supposed to come out next weekend, um, but it got, it got, or no, yeah, it got, it was supposed to come out next weekend, and now it's been pushed back, I don't know what, till when, um, but I know it, it's just been announced that they had to delay it, um, and they're dropping another album, but Weezer just, it, they don't miss, uh, <laughs> yeah, every time they put something out, it feels like they at least have one huge track, and it just reminds you that they know what they're doing. Like they really know what they're doing, and I love that. Yeah, I think everything that they've put out over the past like f- five years has mm-hmm. been pretty good. Like, uh, um, I think it was was it the which one had the cannoli song on it? Uh, that is a good question. Um, uh, thank God for girls. That is on. Uh, the album "Thank God for Girls," yeah. uh, which was. Fairly, uh, I think it was sort of a, a fairly strong return into the spotlight for them. Mm-hmm. And then everything from there has just been back up. I, what is it, the Black Album, I think, which is, yeah, it's just called Weezer, but it's, I mean, it's the Black Album because it's their album that is in all black. Um, I really liked that one. It came out last year um, in the beginning of 2019, and that had, like, Can't Knock the Hustle, Zombie Bastards, etc., etc., um, it's just another one. I was I didn't even realize that came out in 2019 because it, yes. it feels new and old at the same time. Yeah. Well, so like so in like so they they were like they they were really big like up until 2005. Mm-hmm. Make believe went went platinum, uh, but then everything after that just just sort of faded into obscurity a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it I think it was like the the white album that sort of brought them back. Yeah, definitely. This is, I think Weezer would be one I'd like to, we're going to dedicate a whole episode to Weezer later, probably over the yeah. summer. Because um, I think that that would be, they're such an interesting band to just do a huge deep dive into. Um, but ki- kind of coming back to the Rex, I just, I, I want to kind of close out by saying, um, 
once again, if you haven't listened to them, go listen to them. They're genuinely, I think, going to be one of the next big things in alternative and rock kind of music. Um, I think they just really found their style, and it's a style that works. It's a style that fits, and I think it's it's something they can continue to do for a long time. And it's just their EP to this. You can tell that they're a very adaptable and versatile band. Um, and I'm excited to see what comes in the future. Uh, but until then, um, we're just going to keep just be you and me sitting around talking about music, Connor. Um, of course, and I've got no problem with that. And I love that. Uh, but until next time, I've been Austin Spaulding. And I'm Connor Seco. Uh, this has been Flashback. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you later.